This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. The heartbeat of Saskatchewan is agriculture, and 620 CKRM is proud to be your voice for everything ag. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with your host, Ryan Young. Good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, brought to you by the Arcola Co-op. You're at home here on Highway 13 in Arcola. And brought to you by Mendeco. Talk to your Mendeco dealer or visit Mendeco.com to learn more about Mendeco land rollers and tillage equipment. Today, Canada's Farm Show continues with Day 2. We'll have a look at honeybee manufacturing taking the wraps off of the latest equipment to improve performance during harvest. Five teams of individuals had just 24 hours to create a startup ag company, and a winner was chosen at Canada's Farm Show. And Do More Ag officially unveiled its peer-to-peer platform for mental health. The farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. This is Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Ryan Young. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnston's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection. And Municipal Hail Insurance, farmers insuring farmers. See municipalhail.ca. One of the first products on the launch pad at Canada's Farm Show yesterday was Honeybee Manufacturing's newest Airflex Combine header. Honeybee's North American sales manager Perry Gride says the latest model, model called NXT or Next, has several new features. One of the key features that has come along is the cab adjustable skid shoes. So that means the operator can go from zero inches in flex mode cutting on the ground uh, up to eight inches by touching the switch. Uh, this allows them to continue to cut in flex mode, read the ground contour of it, and, and through that um, just have a lot better field performance in a wide variety of conditions. Uh, overall, there's other aspects of our narrow end shields, just a lot of little features that will be nice little additions for farmers when they see it, but basically uh, we've added a larger cross auger um, with the skid shoes, with the narrow end shields. We've got a product that is an absolute beast when it comes to harvesting canola. The guys will love the vertical shear aspect of it, and, and for us going forward, it's just the uh, next stage to where we want to move with our products and um, the platform today with the Farm Progress Show uh, just was an ideal place for us to do that launch. Gride says they wanted to make a high-performance product that's easy to use. You know, for guys uh, out there that are familiar with vacuuming, um, it's as easy to operate as running a vacuum over a carpet. Uh, that once it's set, the header does the work, the operator can sit back and en- enjoy the ride, and quite often that's in difficult cutting conditions, whether it's dry or whether it's extreme wet conditions. Uh, we've got a product that can perform in that condition. He was asked about the possibility of taking it out for a test run. <laughs> uh, well, we love to do stuff like that and zip around, but unfortunately I think the city of Regina kind of frowns on us for doing stuff like that. From a sales perspective, Gride says they wanted to release it last year. In discussions with their engineering department, they just weren't quite ready for that. Uh, they felt it was important to wait one more year, um, which reluctantly we did, but that's the value of doing that is uh, we were able to work out a few more kinks in it and have a very, very confident uh, 
product going forward that it's going to be durable and high performing and definitely delight our customers. So we're excited about that. He didn't say exactly how much the attachment costs, but something like that can be upwards of $200,000. Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Prairie 6-Inch. For Prairie 6-Inch eaves trough, size matters. See Prairie 6-Inch eaves trough, your farm shop specialist. PrairieEavesTrough.ca Creating a startup company is a complex task which requires a significant amount of time. But try doing that in just one day. That's what five teams had to do at Canada's Farm Show as part of the 24-hour startup egg tech contest. Each team had 24 hours to create a minimum viable product then present it before a panel of three judges. $12,000 in prizes were up for grabs. Bree Walkaden, community and partner manager at Cultivator Powered by Conexus, says each team had the freedom to choose whatever issue they wanted to address with their startup. Some of the ones that we saw today were really around the labor force and just the gaps that we're seeing and the difficulty to find qualified labor. Um, as well, there was quite a few around the um, crop um, science areas and soil testing. As well, um, we have um, just different, all different verticals of egg tech. So that's the beauty of this event is that it can be a little bit of everything um, as well as succession planning for farms. So you kind of saw it all here today. Another twist was every team consisted of people who didn't know one another prior to the contest. These folks didn't actually know each other, so they are really coming together. They are using their different skills. They are going through both a time crunch as well as a stress crunch to really be able to put this together. So they do it on very little sleep. And when you would get up there and pitch, you would never know they just met yesterday. So we are very proud of them, and we think it's such a great event to have here at the Farm Show. In the end, Farm Forward was the winner. Tayab Sumro was a member of the winning team, focusing on the business and marketing side. He says Farm Forward addresses the issue of succession. We need young farmers doing farming, so that's one of the big issues that we're targeting. And it turns out there are young farmers who are interested in, in farming. It's not like we're, we're losing interest, it's just that there are so many barriers that are in place for them to get started that they don't they can get started so financial hurdles you know um, lack of knowledge for someone like me who don't, doesn't have any farming background getting into this space is, is quite challenging and resources are extremely scarce and that's where farm forward comes in to fill that gap yeah so what farm forward does is it uh, provides a a solution to young farmer, but also to the uh, experienced farmer all at the same time. Young farmer gets to experience what it's like being in a farm and eventually own that farm that the experienced farmer is willing to sell. So it's like a it's like a matchmaking thing where the experienced farmer gets to, exp uh, to train the young farmer and eventually sell the farming business to them, but also ensure that their farm that they have worked uh, you know their entire life actually gets into the hands of someone who gets to you know do something with it, who gets to take the baton forward, if you will. As for the next step, Sumro says his team is willing to take farm forward to the next level. Yeah, yeah, we are we are planning on on pursuing this and uh, and seeing uh, how far we can get, and hopefully we can actually solve the problem that we're pitching here. He was quite surprised to find out his team won. 
It was uh, quite uh, quite a surprise. Um, not because I don't believe in the idea or anything like that, but it's just because there were so many amazing ideas that you know were presented at this 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 hackathon or 24-hour startup. Um, I think um, you know, as the judges mentioned, all the five ideas that were mentioned are key problems that we're having in in agriculture. So no, I'm I'm extremely uh, excited that that our problem was considered topmost, but I think all the other problems are just as important. Sumero was asked how they were going to celebrate. Well, uh, after some sleep, obviously, we're going to go uh, you know, out for some drinks and, uh, and probably get some, um, get some food and, and yeah, and, and strategize, I guess. Skill Harvest got second place and Upcrops took home the People's Choice Award. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Ryan Young. Now today's Ag Review with Doug Falconer of GX94, brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamps Integra Tire in Grenfell, your locally owned Integra Tire dealers. There's been a divergence of prices between green and red lentils so far in 2023. That's according to Lavon Sargsayan, of Johnston's Grain in Wellwood. Sarg says he hasn't seen too many acres of green lentils signed up for this year, while it's the opposite case for the reds. As for the greens, he suggests farmers are very likely to remain on the sidelines until they see prices improve. That could come with continued dry conditions on the Canadian prairies, along with a boost in export demand. The exception, he says, are dark speckled lentils, as their price was 60 cents per pound when farmers signed up. He stresses these lentils are a niche market, with the harvest usually exported to France. The British Columbia government says a new $20 million flood mitigation program for the Fraser Valley will help support farmers and food resiliency in prime agricultural areas that were inundated by floodwaters in November of 2021. A statement from the Agriculture Ministry says the funding will be used for community-scale projects that protect and restore local ecosystems and wetlands, such as culvert improvements, embankment stabilization, and crop diversification. It says individual farms affected by the 2021 flooding may also be eligible for funding to support projects such as erosion control, the development of natural buffers and drainage systems, and improving storage for fuel and animal feed. The Fraser Valley Flood Mitigation Program is part of a $200 million investment in food security announced by the B.C. government in March. Unionized workers at Olimel's Bacon Processing Plant at Drummondville, Quebec, have voted to accept a four-year deal, ending a three-week strike. Olimel announced Friday that CSN represented workers at the Bacon Inter-America facility, who'd been on strike since May 26th, voted 93.6% in favor of the deal. Olimel says the size of the vote in favor of the deal will allow for a serene resumption of plant operations from the beginning of next week after verification of the availability of the raw material, that is, pork bellies. The company also said it believes the improvements in the agreement will be a positive factor for the work climate as well as for hiring and retention of employees. The new agreement comes during a particularly unprofitable spell for Olimel, which has already been in deep cost-cutting mode for months. 
Canada's National Statistics Agency has revealed new weights for the basket of goods and services in its consumer price index, giving more prominence to changes in the prices of food and gasoline. The reweighting, which Statistics Canada carries out every year, has historically had only a marginal impact on the headline number. The new basket weights will be applied to May's inflation data due out on June 27th. The rebalancing reflects changes in 2022 compared to 2021. StatsCan says the alterations were designed to take into account the continuing recovery of the impact of COVID-19. COVID-related measures and disruptions to supply chains helped push Canadian inflation up to a near 40-year high of 8.1% in June last year. It has now dropped to 4.4%, still more than double the Bank of Canada's 2% target. Mexico's president has announced he will sign an agreement this week with makers of the country's food staple tortillas that ensures they only use non-genetically modified white corn while also setting new tariffs on imports of the grain. Tariffs on white corn imports from countries that do not have trade deals with Mexico will promote more domestic purchases, but without saying if the restrictions might push prices up. Mexico, the birthplace of modern corn, is mostly self-sufficient in white corn, but does import massive quantities of yellow corn largely used for livestock. The country is also embroiled in a trade dispute with the United States over the president's decree to limit the use of GM corn, particularly for human consumption, since nearly all the imports come from U.S. suppliers. And that's today's Ag Review. I'm Doug Falconer. It's your agri-weather forecast on the voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Today, a mainly sunny sky with winds from the west at 20 kilometers an hour, high of 22. Tonight, increasing cloudiness this evening. Winds from the west still at 20 kilometers an hour, then becoming light, a low of 10 degrees. Tomorrow, clearing in the morning, high of 23, the low 11. Friday, partly cloudy, high of 24, the low 10. Saturday, sunshine, high of 25, the low 12. Sunday, partly cloudy, high of 26, a low of 13. Monday, partly cloudy, high of 25, the low again 13. Tuesday, partly cloudy, high of 25 degrees. The normal highs for this period are 24, normal lows are at 10, sun rose at 4.47 this morning, and the sun will set at 9.14 tonight. Taking a look around the province, in Estevan, 19, Saskatoon, 14, Swift Current, 15 degrees, Weyburn, 18, and Yorkton, 21. The warm spot in Saskatchewan is in Island Falls at 22, cold spot in Stony Rapids at 7. In Regina, mainly sunny, west-southwest wind at 21 kilometers an hour, humidity at 57%, temperature at 17 degrees, that's 63 Fahrenheit, barometric pressure is at 102.1 and rising. Moose Jaw, partly cloudy, west-southwest wind at 26 to 35 kilometers an hour, temperature 17 degrees. Once again in Regina, mainly sunny, 
West-southwest wind at 21, temperature 17 degrees. Back in a moment. You're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on The Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers, where you're guaranteed the best buying and selling experience, mcdougalauction.com. And brought to you by Pattison Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizer's just better when it's wetter. Pattison Liquid Systems, expect the best. The issue of mental health in the agriculture industry can sometimes fall between the cracks, but the Do More Ag do More Agriculture Foundation, rather, is aiming to fill that gap. Executive Director of Do More Ag, Megs Reynolds, unveiled the Ag Talk peer-to-peer platform at Canada's Farm Show. She says it's available to anyone at any time. Available 24-7 for anyone who lives, works, and plays in the Canadian agricultural industry uh, that are 16 years and older, and it is available in English and French and monitored 24-7 by mental health clinicians, which to us was really important. We're all at different places in our mental health journeys, and having that professional there to help guide people um, as they're progressing and sharing is was important for us. Reynolds explained how it all works. It is a website. Um, it looks very similar to Facebook, like a Facebook timeline. Um, you once you get in there, you can come into the like Ag Talk Agriculture section. So all of the, your posts that show up there will be from other people in the industry that have similar life experience to you. Um, or you can go outside of the the Ag section if you maybe are looking for to connect with people who are raising teenagers and and having challenges with that. Um, it is uh, for not just to go if you're needing support um, what we're really pushing is that you know agriculture is amazing at coming together and creating community and so if you're in a place where you feel like you can give back and join to be a support person that that's a really powerful way to help everyone in the industry or maybe you're not ready to share yet but just signing up and going on and being able to read posts can really help when you're struggling to know that you're not alone oftentimes we feel like no one else understands or no one else is going through what we're going through so just being able to go there and read what other people are sharing can be really helpful. To use it, an account needs to be created, but it is fully anonymous. So it's kind of like signing up for anything. Um, on the back end, there's information that you put in, of course, and that the clinicians can access that if they feel that somebody is at risk. Um, but on the front end, you pick an anonymous username. It could be peanut butter pie and you have an anonymous photo and then there's data software that's running behind the scenes so that if you try to share personal information that's taken out um, if you use say the word life that flags to make sure that that post is safe and then clinicians will will interact um, the best way to connect with it is to go through our website so do more dot slash ag talk and like I said we're encouraging everyone to to sign up and get involved for whatever reason you know works best, especially to support people. And all of this would not have been possible without our amazing sponsors, which are BASF, RBC, and the McCain Foundation. Reynolds says the Ag Talk platform is the latest tool in helping breaking down barriers of mental health in the ag industry. There's a reason there's the phrase cowboy up, right? Like tough it out. And so I, I'm excited that we're at a place where we're talking about mental health, but there's still so much stigma surrounding it. So people are really quick right now to say like, I support mental health. I support anyone to you know connect to more traditional methods of mental health support if they need to, but I would never need to do that. And so that peer-to-peer support and anonymous peer-to-peer support creates a really safe environment where 
people can go and connect and it's not a mental health professional or it's not a crisis line because maybe they're not comfortable with that. Um, and because it's anonymous, they know that they can connect to people with lived experience, but no one knows it's them posting. I've spent the last year traveling across Canada, connecting with farmers and different people in industry. And the big common thread was we really want peer-to-peer -peer support. But if I'm talking to a farmer in Nova Scotia, they don't want it with another farmer in Nova Scotia. They want to connect to somebody somewhere else that doesn't know who they are and doesn't know their story. So having that anonymity really makes it or removes that barrier so people feel safe and comfortable to share. While Reynolds isn't sure how many people have signed up as of today, she did say a couple minutes after launching yesterday, five people signed up. The focus right now is really getting the word out across Canada through all of our networks and then calling on the industry to help as well and, and communities to help get the word out. Um, and just excited to have this. You know, we're, we're not at a good place in agriculture with mental health. We have about one in four Canadian producers in 2021 feeling like their life was not worth living, wishing that they were dead or thinking about taking their own life in the last 12 months. So for me, having something like this, I feel is such an important tool to support people where they're at and help them progress and, and get them support and really just work towards changing the culture in agriculture. The website is domore.ag slash talk. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Ryan Young. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies. Small town lumber yard, big on service. ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com A farmer from East Central Saskatchewan believes new technology will reduce fertilizer and herbicide use, which would alleviate concerns from consumers wanting environmentally sustainable food products. Terry Aberhart was a guest on a recent webinar organized by AgVisor Pro. It's measuring each plant individually, each weed, like things that you wouldn't even be able to see with your own eye. And these drones can fly at like 70 kilometers an hour and, and pick up all that stuff. So really the limitation is how accurately we can implement that weed map. And that technology is continually evolving. And I, I believe not too far in the distant future, it may not even be a chemical application that's hitting that weed. It could be a laser. It could be, you know, a little robotic hand that literally plucks the weed out. But the level of accuracy is to a per plant level. And then the other question about how are we going to prove that? Well, this is actually, I think, quite simple because we would benchmark against the conventional practice. So the conventional practice is, you know, in a sense, carpet bombing the whole field with spray. Like, Systems and technology largely over the last 50 years have evolved over farm labor limitations. So equipment as bigger and wider and chemical spray systems were specifically designed for maximum overlap, not to miss anything. They're specifically designed to hit a wide a swath as possible and hit everything that exists in the field, whether it's, you know, your crop or the dirt or the weed, right? But now we have the technology that we can go about that a different way. And it's greatly going to change not only that. You look at even things like John Deere has come out where it's spraying starter fertilizer literally on every seed. What kind of efficiency improvement is that as well? And so we believe that this pristine ingredients label not only can 
you know, we're, we're driving it towards a green on green and chemical reduction because I think that's the biggest fish to fry. But we also believe that, hey, if you're a farmer using John Deere's fancy technology to spray starter fertilizer on every seed versus dribble it in the whole seed row, which isn't efficient, maybe that's worth something too, right? And so, again, we feel there's this opportunity to use this to help educate the consumer on how crops are being grown and how technology is being used in a positive way. We're not going to be, oh, this organic or no GMO is no good or it's BS or whatever. It's a hoax. I don't care. I just want to tell this positive story of how farmers are using technology and practices to do things in a better way. And whatever other people do somewhere else, that's their baby. Terry Aberhart is with Aberhart Farms in the Langenberg area. He was a guest on a May 30th webinar called Connecting the Consumer to Agriculture. It was organized by AgVisor Pro. Back in a moment. Here's the market updates with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. Market update is brought to you by Sask Pork, working on behalf of Saskatchewan hog producers and our community. Grain prices at Viterra were mostly down in early trading today. Canola is down $4.60 to $7.23.62 a metric ton. Yellow peas is down $9.19 to $3.60.80. And number one red spring wheat is up $6.12 to $3.89.11. The rest were unchanged. Durham at $3.96.61. Feed barley $3.40.61. Chickpeas 1036.17, flax 541.98, lentils 743.48, oats 230.32, yellow peas 369.99, feed wheat 270.97. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, hard red spring wheat for July is up 22 cents at $8.71 a bushel. It's the Livestock Reports on the Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn Livestock 842-4574. Now, the Livestock Quotes. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of June 20th. Our last regular sale was on June 7th. The market on cows and bulls have been selling at record highs all spring. All of our regular sales have been full. There's a reason why everyone wants to sell their cattle with us. D1 and D2 cows sold from $1.47 to $1.87. D3 cows sold from $1.20 to $1.45. Counter cows sold from $0.80 to $1.10. Heifrets sold from $1.95 to $2.24. And good butcher bulls sold from $1.60 to $1.85. We had a few steers and heifers at this sale, $500. 550 pound steers averaged $3.15 and sold at the $3.25. And for the heifers, 600 to 650 pound heifers averaged $2.66 and sold at the $2.71. 650 to 700 pound heifers averaged $2.58 and sold at the $2.75. And 700 to 800 pound heifers averaged $2.34 and sold at the $2.81. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Line. Stock Exchange, the market that gets cattle and the prices too. Now the latest pork prices, they're currently at $210.96 per CKG. Coming up, the Resource Report. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Ryan Young. 
Now the resource report brought to you by Farm Fresh Water. They'll make your well water wonderful and your dugout drinkable. Get your Farm Fresh Water today at farmfreshwater.ca. And Mazank Fuels, your local branded Petro-Canada wholesaler for over 40 years. Fill up the tank, call Mazank, 306-721-6667. New modeling suggests Canadian oil production will plummet by 2050, if the world achieves its Paris target of net-zero greenhouse gas emissions within that time. The Canada Energy Regulator says if emissions regulations limit global warming to 1.5 degrees Celsius, fossil fuel use will drop by 65% from 2021 to 2050. That would prompt a collapse in global oil prices to as low as 35 US dollars per barrel by 2030 and 24 US dollars per barrel by 2050. Official figures show that consumer price inflation in the UK was unchanged at 8.7% to May against expectations of a modest decline. The Office for National Statistics says rising prices for flights, recreational and cultural goods and services, and secondhand cars boosted the inflation rate. Gas prices provided the biggest downward pressure. Financial markets think the unchanged rate will mean the Bank of England will increase its benchmark interest rate tomorrow, from the current 15-year high of 4.5%. On the markets, the TSX is down 16 points at 19,737. The Dow is down 19 points at 34,033. Oil is up $1.28 at $72.47 per barrel. And the Canadian dollar is at $0.76 US. And that's the resource report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the on-demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast, brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. And that's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Ryan Young. Have a nice day. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide.